Hello, babies. Thank you, Rip. Told you I ordered a drink. <laughs> you know, it came. It wasn't prompt, but it came. Did you get my text there, Richard? Uh, All right. Running a little late. All right. Well, he shows up when he shows up. Uh, let's throw it. Let's uh, do a little Celtics. A little Celtics talk. Uh, obviously, uh, they sweep the Nets on Monday. Uh, closest point differential in the NBA in the last 50 years. As I said in the opening, 18 points. Um, I don't know who this was going to be a question for Jack, but he's not here. So I'll throw it over to you and see if he wants to pick up on it. I mentioned this in the opening take that the national, you know, they're all pinning this on the nets underachieving, but do you think it was more Celtics Raymond or do you blame Kyrie and KD and Steve Nash and their debacle of a dumpster fire for the, uh, you know, the failure or was it more Celtics putting the pressure on them? Uh, The Celtics are probably playing some of the best defense that I've seen in a very long time. Would you and say since the 2004 Pistons? I, I, I kind of want to go there. I kind of want to go there. Did Tayshawn Prince and Rip Hamilton have um, defensive player of the year votes in that year? I'm pretty sure one of them. Tayshawn Prince. Uh, no, it was Ben Wallace, you dumb ben, fuck. Oh, Ben Wallace. Dude, I forgot about <laughs> Ben Wallace. Yeah, he might have got, got defensive player of the year. but I He might have got a couple faults. And But to your credit, right, I have heard more than one person say this is the best defense they've ever seen. Now, they're all Boston media green team Bobos. When I heard, when I heard Felger and Mass talk about this, my eighth grade erection almost started to bloom. Who's the guy with half a face? Who's the guy with half a face on? Um... It's Forsberg. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> old two-face like like old, old two-face in the you know, this is what do. i'm pretty sure that's a birth defect <laughs> we're gonna have to beep the whole thing um anyway right back no you're not <laughs> back to you no i think it's the great defense i mean yeah steve nash just he's not a head he's a head coach but he's still having rookie problems with all these uh egos on his team you could tell down the stretch, he should have called timeout a few times in the fourth quarter. Just let the guys keep playing. You know, you got to have a better coaching when you're in the playoffs like that. But this defense is just incredible right now. Marcus Smart was all over uh, Kyrie Irving. Tatum 46 was six points over the last three games for uh, Kyrie Irving when guarded by Marcus Smart. Thanks, Bill. And uh, I think Tatum did a great job on KD. So all, all in all, I think it's a great defense by the Boston Celtics. One that you haven't seen since 2004. Bill, is this the dumpster fire uh, at its peak blaze, or do you give the Celtics credit for um, yeah, igniting the fire a little bit more? I give the Celtics credit for igniting the fire even more. I, I thought you too, you saw two superstar performances out of Jalen Brown, who I actually thought was the most consistent and best player in the series. And then you saw Jason Tatum do Jason Tatum things. I mean, those are we talked about winning big series. I know it's a first round, but the Nets are no joke. I know it's a dumpster fire over there, but you still have two top 15 players in the world, including the best player in the world. And you completely shut him down by def- defensive looks. He had his, he, he was a, a typical KD game in game seven, but your defense completely and utterly shut him down. It, it gives you the Celtics more credit. I, I, I thought you were going to beat him. I didn't think you were going to sweep going to sweep him. I thought, I thought it sent the message and, and we, and we questioned in, in Brooklyn also not Brooklyn, but Milwaukee kind of did the same thing, same thing. They avoided Brooklyn. No one wanted to play Brooklyn and the Celtics said, fuck that. We wanted to, we wanted the second seed. We all questioned it. 
Did you did you want to lose? But you know what? You went in and just swept them. They're still a legit team. I, I just don't think Steve Nash. It's all on Steve Nash. You you won because you have the coaching advantage. Steve Nash is a rookie coach. I know you have two rookie coaches in there, but you have a Steve Nash just did not know what to do. They didn't they didn't switch up anything. Their big move was Blake Griffin, who I thought in game three and game four, especially game four, was instrumental in, in drawing fouls and big threes. So I mean that was their big change, but that was it. They couldn't, oh, they couldn't, they couldn't match. They, they couldn't match the Celtics where you wanted Kevin Durant to do Kevin Durant things, but they, they couldn't do it. They couldn't, the Celtics will to win, I think had a lot to do with it. Maybe a lot of disrespect and a lot of, a lot of shit from last year, but that was it. They gave, they Mil, the Brooklyn gave their best fight in, in game four and, and they just couldn't do it. And like I said, we said it in the opening takes, they put their foot on their throat every single time Brooklyn got close on their home court game three and game four, every single time they made a little run, the Celtics clamped down. And the next thing, you know, Brooklyn couldn't make a stop. It was all on the Celtics. I mean, this says more about the Celtics in my book. Cause I knew what Brooklyn was. They, you know what I mean? If they caught fire, Bill, Bill, they, Bill, they were take, take, take a breath. Uh, why didn't they put LaMarcus Aldridge in there? That's what his heart's I, going to explode. But still, just give him a couple minutes each each game. He's on the roster. He's on the bench. He's suited up. Give a different look to the Celtics. I mean, put Lamarcus Aldridge in, who was once uh, in his heyday was an All Star. He was a great player. I mean, he could have done some different things against Al Horford. I think. And why isn't uh, and the biggest question mark right now? And I'm sorry to interrupt real quick, but Andre Drummond played the first four minutes of the game, game what three or game four, and you never saw him again. That's a big, that's a big, like why he, he Look, was owning the, the Celtics. The position you're talking about, uh, the Claxton kid who missed 10 free throws in a row record, um, NBA record, mm-hmm. NBA record beat Shaq's. That being said, he did his job. He was the only guy rebounding for him. He was scoring buckets um, around the rim. He was, he was delivering. Obviously he just couldn't shoot uh, at the free throw line. So if you want to take him out for a, a fucking, uh, a guy in, LaMarcus Aldridge, you can't move like defensively. He's he retired from a fat heart. It's not that uh, people are getting on uh, Steve Nash. Um, I guess rightfully so. It looked like he did nothing, but guess what? When you have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, who said when you were hired, we don't need a coach. That's your job. That's it. Your job is to not do anything because Kyrie Irving's on your fucking team. Like you're going to, it's one way or the other. Like the Nets organization gave Kyrie Irving the the leeway to be the raging fucking lunatic asshole that he is. And Steve Nash had to deal with it because Kevin Durant enabled it. And that's the team that you got. That being said, they still shot 42% from three. They shot 50% from the field. The Celtics defense did a number on frustrating Kevin Durant. And, it, and that all trickled down to the rest of their team not being able to really pick up the slack. But it's not just their defense. Bill's right. The Celtics are just a better team. They had the will to win. And every time they needed a bucket offensively, they, they got, got one. Either from Jalen or from Jason or, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. We asked to trade Marcus Smart for a year and a half, but Marcus Smart. <clears throat> so their big three came up. Big. Huge. Uh, it was only- just so you everyone knows and the listeners know, it was Bill that wanted Marcus Smart to trade. 
uh, Rich and I were all aboard. Of no, no, no. Smart. I was on the trademark is smart. I might have been the first guy on the trademark is smart trade after Bill well, and I after said after we said we were, they were captain. After <laughs> he was the, after the Toronto series in the bubble, where we named him captain, and then yep. at the Heat series, we wanted him traded. Hey, yep. take police. We're allowed to. We're allowed to take. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh, we're yeah, only course, semi-professional. We also said we wanted to trade Robert Williams, and that that's looking day by day. Uh, no, 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 I'll still trade Robert Williams. Tell me who's coming back. Tell me who's coming back. Cat. Oh, he ain't leaving now with Anthony Edwards. They got a they got a um they got a docking. I take my cat back. I take there. my cat take back too from the text chain. That no, 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 no. He's no, so no. quiet. He's so oh, quiet. Oh, we're, he in, sucks. we're in Minnesota now. He sucks. Hey, uh, I'll give you now. something that it's not on the email here uh, that we don't have to talk to Jack about. How about that? Uh, oh, shit. Sorry. I just forgot the ref's name. What did you think? Scott of Foster. Foster. Scott Foster, the uh, extender, as uh, Big Joe Murray on 98.5 called him. Great nickname, by the way. I don't know if he came up with it, but he called him the extender. Um, what did you th- look? The first half of that game, Seth Curry had three fouls in the first two minutes, I think. They yeah. were calling bad fouls on the Nets left and right. And I was like, all right, maybe the fix is in for the Celtics to fucking end this thing. But then you saw it trickle down to Tatum. He had three. Those last three fouls were, were garbage. Terrible. The wasn't one, one a blocking. Wasn't one he was going up to make a block. Well, I'll give it layup. to you. The fourth foul that he got was um, running out on Seth Curry on a three. Seth Curry dove his hip into him, which should be an offensive foul on the NBA. It used to be. Age. Not in that game. They gave mm-hmm. it to Tatum. That was four. His fifth was Blake Griffin. They called him for an offensive uh, wishy-washy. The superstar should get the call on that, especially in the in that part of the game. And then obviously we all know the sixth foul that they fouled him on, on which was just utter, utter, utter bullshit, which wasn't um, Scott Foster, by the way. It was his running mate on the other side of the court. Yeah, but, but anyway, Scott you're Foster. also thoughts how, how on the uh, extender. How don't they fucking review that? Why didn't they review the sixth foul? They already reviewed um, the they fifth reviewed foul. They reviewed the fifth foul. Oh, uh, that's why. Okay. Okay. But, so you go ahead, Ray. What's your take on this? Uh, with Tim Donahue, like knowingly fixing games and coming out, writing books about it. And then you have Scott Foster, who's notoriously bad around the whole league. Everyone hates him for pretty much how he calls games. Why don't you get rid of this shit in the NBA? Ta- because Scott Foster called Tim Donahue about 500 times 137 around, documented 130 phone calls documented phone calls for under 30 seconds around every single game that supposedly Donahue fixed for the month or whatever bet on and so the fact that he's even still refing games and there's a reputation the Celtics going into this game in the Scott Foster era were number two in personal fouls called in his era that says something and to see him in home court if this was a game seven regardless of what series against the cell i would flip the fuck out and you would know the fix it fixes in i've always said this hold on real quick i've always said this about the nba it's one of the only sports that is um can be completely disregarded like the outcome can be is um dictated by a third party and that is the rest because once you're in that bonus you can get the bonus with nine minutes left the game it directly directly leads to points baseball basketball football it doesn't lead i mean a hockey it doesn't lead to points basketball you put them on the line it's fucking free shots free shots free shots or you, you know can I mean? foul so, out their best player with three minutes left in a fourth quarter down so by up by three and uh and, and you know give the team a chance which to our point the celtics just denied it i mean kyrie irvin hit that deep three to to bring them down three Celtics came back. Marcus Smart fouls 
Kevin Durant, either intentionally or unintentionally. There was 20-something seconds left. They could have come down and tied the game with a three-pointer. Smart puts him on the free-throw line. I would have fouled him, too. I know Van – I was watching the national broadcast. I don't know where you guys, but Van Gundy's like, dumb play, dumb play. I'm like, no, I, I was watching the game going, no, I don't want him to shoot a three. No, it's, uh-uh. I mean, look. Put him on the he, line. He missed the fine. second shot. It was a mm-hmm. great play. Udoka ref, uh, referenced it. He was asked about it, and he referenced that Marcus – had it in the back of his mind that I'm going to be aggressive here. And if, if I foul him, it's okay. Cause we're up three and that's what he, we went for the steal and fouled him. So, you know, Marcus smart, fucking decent play. And he misses the second free throw. And then they run on the Only breakaway. The that play right there, Raymond, uh, Al, uh, who got the rebound? Um, Al Horford, Jalen, the Jalen got the rebound. Oh yeah. But and Horford, he outlitted yeah. to Marcus smart. And then Al Horford got the, the offensive rebound for the putback. That play doesn't happen last year. They hold the ball. They huddle up. They wait for the free throws. They try to milk the clock. That that There's just those plays in these games that have showed me that they've turned a corner. They, they've learned how to win. Jack Rich, is I, on the, in the waiting room. I'm going to let him in here. Rich, I, I do need to apologize to you. Oh, this should be good. Al, Al, Hor- Al, Al Horford. You liked it. I hated it. I said he was going to be a piece of shit. I wanted nothing to do with him. I thought he was washed up. <laughs> But through four games, he's probably been your what number four player right now through four, and it's just. And now you look at it; he could be number one, Bill Al, Mister Al Horford, Jack. I apologize. How are you, buddy? I, I apologize. Good, good. I accept How your apology, doing? Bill. Um, sorry, Jack, to interrupt you. It's not often you get an apology from Mister Queen Bill Gately, so I had to take that. And, uh, <laughs> so good. I understand. In. How's it going? Of course, man? of course. Good, good. Thank you for uh, waiting on me. It wouldn't be the commuter rail if it wasn't late, but I'm here finally. <laughs> Perfect. It's been a while since uh, since I've had to deal with that shit, so I feel you. Uh, uh, we're going to jump right in here. So with us, Jack Simone from CLNS, it's hard to say, media and uh, a bunch of other stuff. You can, you can, you know, go ahead and uh, do that at the end. We were just talking about <clears throat> Scott Foster and the bullshit that went on with Tatum and then finished up with... <laughs> The Celtics were able to get over it and overcome it um, and have turned a corner. And that all started with the first question of uh, in this sweep over the Nets, was it more about the Celtics or was it more about the dumpster fire that is the Nets? So uh, welcome to the show. Throw it on over to you. Of course. Yeah, I want to start by saying the Nets are a dumpster fire. And I'm not saying that they're not a dumpster fire because they definitely are. But I think the Celtics played phenomenal defense. I mean, sure, Kevin Durant had some unforced turnovers, but you you look at the defense. (laughs) You look at the defense Tatum played on him. He was smothered the entire series. Obviously, he had a 39 point game in game four. Kyrie had a 39 point game in game one. But other than that, Marcus Smart was clamping up Kyrie Irving. Jason Tatum was clamping up Kevin Durant. And Goran Dragic was, you know, just doing whatever he wanted, but that didn't matter because no one else could score the ball. So I, I think it's a real testament to how great this Celtics defense is all around. And I know they're all close games, but I, I mean, the defense of the Celtics, despite the net shooting splits, it's all about stopping the stars. And they did just that when they needed to, and it resulted in a sweep. So, yeah, we, you know, we mentioned on the top 18 point differential closest in the last 50 years in the NBA in a, in a sweep in the playoffs. So does, do you think that, mm-hmm. How much will that benefit the Celtics moving forward in the playoffs here? Because that was one of, I think we spoke about it, Jack, one of my concerns on the Celtics being able to execute down the stretch in close games and pressure moments. And, hey, four for four to start the playoffs. 
Yeah, for sure. All They sucked in close games in the regular season, and that's because most of their close games were in the first half of the season when they just sucked in general. And then you get to the second half of the season, and they're just blowing teams out, so they didn't really have the opportunity. However, uh, not to, to interrupt you, game. Dallas, Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the Who's the other third one? Uh, there was three. Philly. Uh, they beat, beat, didn't they beat Philly by 49 or some shit? No, like I'm that talking close a... games that they lost. Oh. Which may, which had me worried going into this series, Jack, that, you yeah, know, that you got game. KD yeah. and Kyrie. You come down the last three minutes. Jesus, those are not guys you want to go up against. But prove me wrong. Sorry to interrupt you. No, yeah, you're totally right. And you do that against stars in the playoffs, and that shows that you got balls. And that's exactly what the Celtics did. They stopped KD and Kyrie in the closing moments. The, the Nets made it close when Scott Foster decided to handicap the Celtics in the final moments of game four. But uh, they powered through. They played great defense. They made their shots when they needed to. Al Horford, like you guys mentioned, when I hopped on, he played his role too. It's uh, it, it all came together in those final moments, and they showed that really the only fatal flaw that most people saw about the Celtics heading into the playoffs, they kind of answered it. And obviously, there's going to be other things. There's going to be new challenges as the Bucks come into town, uh, or or the Bulls. So not to disrespect the Bulls, but oh, the dude, Bucks, come on, okay. the Bucks. How how do you stop Giannis? <laughs> That's the big question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the big question, but as far as late game scenarios goes, the answers, uh, they've answered all the questions, at least from my perspective, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I think so. I I'm still, you know, look, the Nets didn't play any, they tried at defense, you know, you could see when they were hustling, but the team defense, not there. If Blake Griffin's the, your best defender, it's the, not yeah, gonna work the size is still not there. <laughs> it's a whole different story. The next two rounds, which, you know, that's a question yeah. I didn't answer. I thought even their offense got stagnant. It has times to get, you know, it, it has a tendency to get stagnant from time to time. Um, they'll need to, they'll need to just sharpen that up against the tougher competition. I think moving forward, speaking of that, uh, the bucks are coming to town. Let's be honest. Um, Yep. They got three. They got three to figure this out. The Bulls are dead in the water. Yeah, Zach without Levine's out today. They're done. Yeah, it's they're over. they're done. Sayonara. So let's just start with the Middleton. The uh, is that Spanish, the, uh, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what's the? I'll throw this out to all of you guys. What's the uh, the impact uh, for the Bucks without Middleton in the lineup? Jack, go, go ahead and get us rolling. Yeah, so over the years, I feel like there's a long list of Celtics killers, quote-unquote. Evan Fournier is one now. Ish Smith has been one in the past. And the, the main one you talk about is Chris Middleton on the Bucks, right? Like, it, whenever he comes to town, they defend Giannis pretty well. But it's just Chris, the Chris Middleton show every time. And that him being out changes the entire course of this series. Because I know Giannis is the best player in the world. I'll just put that out there. He's the best player in the NBA. He's the best player on planet Earth right now. You just beat but Chris Middleton the is the one. All right. Well, he didn't play like the best player in the world. <laughs> so uh, regardless, you got one of the best in the business, but the Celtics defend Giannis probably better than any team in the league. I would argue they're, they're one of the best teams at defending Giannis. And a lot of that is Al Horford and the, the help of Robert Williams on the weak side. And even Daniel Tice, he's a body. He'll get fouled out in two seconds, but he's a body. Um, Chris Middleton's the guy making the shots at the end of the games when you need him to on the perimeter. And without him, it's going to be Grayson Allen, who's been really good in the first round of his defense, but that's a major step down. And exactly, exactly right. It's not exactly what you want. But Jack, it's not just, it's not just Middleton. I mean, all those guys can shoot, right? So, I mean, how, 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 how are you going to double team Giannis? If every single guy is hitting threes, Lopez can hit threes. Holiday can hit threes. Allen can hit threes. I mean, all these guys are outside shooters. If they're spot on, 
Like, how is it? How are you going to compete? Like, I, I don't see. The, I don't think the Celtics beat the Bucks. I really don't. I just the way I I, I don't. I just think I, I like the Bucks. Let me just give you uh, these. I think... Sorry, Jack. I'll, I'll just give you some statistics no, go, go. here to go back here, Adam. Uh, Giannis has basically got a 500 record against the Celtics. I think he's 17 and 16 or something like that. Um, against every other major uh, opponent in the East and, and also in the West, including the Lakers, you know, the big time players, Miami's, the Phillies, the Lakers, he's uh, well, well, well above 500, 12 and four type of records. The Celtics are the only team to really hold him in check. And that was mainly happening when they had Al Horford. So I, I, I accept your apology again for the Al Horford trade, but this was the biggest thing I had in mind. Giannis <laughs> Antetokounmpo and Joel Embiid. Those two guys, Al Horford is the first line of defense. And then when you put a, a healthy Rob Williams on the backside and a perimeter defense that includes Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart, that's how you defend the Bucs. Not saying it's going to be easy. You're right. They got players. They got ballers. But Chris Middleton has hit so many fucking daggers against this team. I'm picking and guys against the eyeballs. Celtics from here on out. Every if he's not, series, in, if he's not in the series, them. I got that's a, that's, that's Celtics a, in six maybe i mean maybe five yeah. i think i think they're rolling sorry jack you were gonna go and uh, uh put build a school go ahead go ahead jack <laughs> no no my my thing is over the years like you said uh richard oh they defend the bucks extremely ex- extremely well and that's a lot to do with al horford and i'll counter your point bill you're right the buck shooters are it like worlds above the net shooters right they've got grace now they've got brooke lopez they've got drew holidays shooting really well the Nets shot 40% from three in the first round against the Celtics. And that's including Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving shooting around 23% from three combined. So the Nets role players made a fuck ton of their shots. Goran Dragic didn't miss. Seth Curry didn't miss. Bruce Brown didn't miss. The Bucs have better shooters, but it will be very difficult for them to shoot as well as the Nets role players did in that series. So if you look at how they defended KD, I think that's how they should defend Giannis. You just double. Are you going to put Jason? Yeah, but ball. are you going to put Jason Tatum on on Giannis? I put Al Horford on Giannis. Yeah, you're not going to put. Opinion. Yeah, but I mean that in that position too. But you also remember, like I, I don't know, like <sighs> look, you just stifled Durant. Durant came out. Hold two, on, but the, two of the, coach, games, the coaching factor is huge too. Like between Budenholzer, he right? made a better coach. Stupid name, Budenholzer. Budenholzer has a title. What do you have? What yeah, is Giannis has a title. Look, even Kevin Durant came out uh, to the public guys, and said, I didn't know where the help really? was coming from. I didn't know where the defense, like the Celtics defense stifled the best player in the world, the best offensive talent we've seen maybe ever. And they, they confused him. Like, you know, it's like confusing Brady on defense. They shook him mentally. So you don't He's think you can do that pieces. to Giannis? I mean, come on. And the other point I want to make defensively for the Celtics and more so offensively for the Bucs, these are going to be close games, most likely. Where do the Bucks go to? They go to Drew Holiday on an ISO and try to kick out. Like Giannis is not that guy. You put the ball in the hands with seven seconds and create. Like Grayson Allen's not that guy Taylor. either. Grace, Drive Allen to the hoop. Ray, Giannis, do you want, do you want 15 seconds on Grayson line, Allen? I fucking hate Grayson Allen. That fucking little cunt. That little dookie <laughs> oh, piece of God. shit. I hope he fucking tears an ACL this series. That piece of shit. Ray's okay. spite for J- Grayson Allen is going to make me root for the Bucks this series. Oh, Jack, I'll I'm give you, I'll, I'll give you your own 15 seconds of, Bucks of, of six. some joy here. Uh, can, can you, do you want to just give us a quick appreciation for w- what is Grant Williams? 
Oh, yes. I- I've loved Grant Williams since the moment they drafted him. I loved him last year, even when he was not very good last year. I'll be the first to admit it. Grant Williams is a crucial, crucial part uh, of the Celtics rotation this year. I mean, you look at his shot making, you look at his ability to cut now when he gets the ball in his hand, they close out. And you look at the defense. I mean, he played great defense on Kevin Durant, too. He does everything you want from a role player. And Jalen Brown even tweeted today, Grant Williams got snubbed for the best teammate of the year award. If Jalen Brown, the second like star on the Celtics, is praising Grant Williams as the best teammate in the NBA, he's got to be doing something right. Right. You love the energy he plays with. The last time the Celtics played the Bucs, he almost tried to fight Bobby Portis. And Bobby Portis is a scary man. I want no part of Bobby Portis. So, you know, did Bobby he, Portis everything punch in the head the on team. Chicago. Nikola Miritich, Miritich. <laughs> they traded him out of town. Yeah. yeah and no. now Miritich is out of the league. <laughs> and I think I'm pretty sure I have this right. I'm pretty sure uh, Ime challenged, you know, he did a good job this year. Great job this year of challenging everybody to their individual roles, which I think was one of Brad Stevens biggest weaknesses. Laws, yep. And I'm pretty sure he, you know, said to his team, we need one of these guys. We need a Bobby Portis. We need an asshole, an agitator, a guy that can get out there. And he's kind of pulled Grant Williams out of that pack. And we said, got you can, Batman. You can be that guy. <laughs> well, then he dubbed himself Batman. I oh, what a stupid nickname in a terrible movie. But uh, Jason Tatum had hold on. Jason Tatum had three assists in games game four, and it was uh, Grant three Grant Williams threes too. So I mean, I, he had big shots. He kept him in game three and game two. Like he. Him as and much as, Pritchard. As Him much and as Pritchard I played great off the bench. I guess I owe Rich another apology. As much as I've hate Grant Williams, he's came through. Grant Grant Williams is Rich has been a big Grant Williams guy. Congratulations. You know, I Amazing. have a little bit of basketball uh, <laughs> intelligence in me. Uh, Ray doesn't. He's still waiting for the cum cookie. Uh, last question here. Ooh, uh, can I come on it? <laughs> Sure. Yeah, we, we can do it together. Uh, yes. Time Lord uh, came back. Double Dutch Ooh, Rider. Wicked early, obviously. And um, looked rusty. Clearly looked rusty. Clearly looked a little bit, uh, uh, half a step behind, maybe a step behind. If he can get back into form, what kind of boost does that give this team? And, and looking even further ahead, even if you want to get to the finals, you know, against a team like the Warriors, even with Draymond Green, who's praised Robert Williams in, in, in the past, you know, what, what's the difference maker Robert Williams can make from what he was there in the, in the short minutes he got into maybe getting back even to the starting lineup, if he can get fully healthy. I think it's everything. Cause Bill, like you said, the Nets, they were clearly something's wrong with the Nets. And as much as they made their outside shots, like they don't really have an interior presence. I mean, you just get Nick, Nicholas Claxton down there and you foul him and he bricks, you know, 18 free throws in a series. That, that was fine. And maybe Giannis does the same thing, but the Bucks are, <laughs> exactly the Bucks are better in the paint uh Giannis clearly is one of the best players in the world and he will just dunk all over an entire team but having Robert Williams there on the weak side to help will at least at the very least have Giannis have to think right he's gonna have to think before he goes into the paint because there will be that uh defensive player of the year caliber player uh, on the weak side ready to help over him he did get some votes it wasn't a lot of votes but he got some votes so as great as Daniel Tice has been uh in covering for Robert Williams he obviously doesn't provide the Sit same cracker down athleticism. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't Rock provide up. the same athleticism, every, <laughs> everything like that. And if I'm being honest with you, maybe this is a hot take, but I've said it consistently on my podcast and to my friends and shit. I fear the heat more than I fear the bucks. Oh, and that goes with, yeah. with Chris Middleton out. It's just the heat are a better cohesive unit and the defense that they play 
allows them to match the Celtics. I mean, you saw what happened in the last time the two teams met at full strength. Obviously, the Celtics didn't play well, but no matter if the Celtics play well or not, that's going to be a dogfight. And like I said, the Celtics historically defend Giannis and the Bucks very, very well. So in my, I'll give you my prediction. I think Celtics in six. Uh, that's what I'm going to go with. It could very easily go seven. And if Middleton doesn't play and Giannis has a few bad games because the Celtics defend well, it could go five. But I, I'm pretty confident uh, going into the series. But then again, Giannis averages 50. There's almost, only yeah. so much you can fucking do. Yeah. At that point. I, I fear uh, the heat, yeah. too, because I think uh, – Dwight Bosch, a.k.a. Adebayo, is a better, a worse matchup for the Celtics than Giannis. Jack doesn't on, know that. you got to explain that to Jack. All right, so if Dwight Howard and Chris Bosch had a baby, <laughs> it would look like Dwight Adebayo. Yeah. I had to go Adebayo. look at this, and he's right. He's he's right. That is that is like scarily accurate. Yeah, so, I forget uh, Bama Adebayo's <laughs> name for a lot because I just called Dwight, Dwight, Dwight Bosch. Call Dwight Bosch. You know, his real name is Edris. His name is Edris. Either way, <laughs> but I think he's a worse matchup for the Celtics than uh, yeah. Giannis is, honestly. And, and he has owned the Celtics. And as good as Robert Williams is, he's always struggled there. So I think with Miami, the toughness, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, the, that team scares the shit out of me. There's two of us on the show that they also scare the shit out of Ray's dumbass only fears Philadelphia. I believe. No, I said Philadelphia is going to blow up. Both to blow the first oh. 3-0 lead in NBA uh, playoff oh, history. Please Philadelphia. do. Please do. <laughs> that <laughs> anyway, happens so uh, bad. Yeah, uh, and it could be said, and this goes against one of my points, and Ray might jump down my third here, but it could be said Jimmy Butler is the best player in the playoffs right now. You Dude fucking... has been balling out. Dude's been balling out. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has been a top ten player in this league for the last what three, four years. Jack, uh, you, you don't want to get into this hornet's nest. Now we appreciate you jumping on, but uh, go ahead and uh, let us know where we can find all your stuff, and we'll you know catch you again in the playoffs here. For sure, yeah. Thank you guys for having me on. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Jack Simone NBA. Uh, like you know, it was said I, I write for CLNS Media right now, as well as heavy.com Celtics blog at the hive hoops have a bunch of a bunch of random places but yeah thank you guys for having me on I appreciate it always always a good time in your TikTok uh, Jack before Jack goes this TikTok what do you do with uh finding a player like the uh what is that called mm. what, what the you, uh, you find a... basketball reference speed runs yeah yeah speed that, runs. that's pretty yeah, impressive yeah. to watch uh, I watch that all the time I was like that is very impressive Jack nice job I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not on these <laughs> trivial children's <laughs> fucking. Bill apps. gets Bill gets the paper in the in the morning with ball sack hanging out of his robe, and the kids run away. So I'm not gonna lie. I do I do miss. All right. All right. Yeah. I get to throw. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see it, Jack. Oh, it thank you for having me. Later, Jack. Thank you. Bye, Bye. Jack. Bye.